was like, dang, like, this kind of different. 16 during this? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel like I wasn't vocal enough, and now that I am finding my voice where I'm older now, so I know exactly what I want to do. Having businesses, and I'm the younger pers youngest person in the room, and everyone's like, well, how'd you do that? Like, Today's episode explores how the newest and also even the youngest creative voices can make the biggest impact. Today's guest is a model, dancer, actress, singer, and the youngest designer to showcase their clothing line at New York Fashion Week. Please welcome Karis Rogers. Karis, thank you so much for joining me today. Yes, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Now, before we get into it, we had a whole, I like to bring conversations that we had off camera, on camera. We just had a whole convo about like pastime foods yes. and drinks <laughs> and all that stuff. We were talking about Dunkaroos, the fruit mm -hmm. roll-ups, the tattoos on it. What is, uh, you know, just for fun, what what's like a pastime snack or candy that like you miss from back, you know, back before? Oh, Mm, I have bad memory. <laughs> so you got me like re the jogging. putting things back in my mind like, dang, I remember that. I really have bad memory. I have to think about that one because, yeah, my memory is kind of bad. But y'all definitely reminded me of mm -hmm. the, um, what's the candy she's eating? Yeah, Juicy, Juicy drops. drops. I remember the commercials. Yes, that used to, I used to be like, oh my God, those kids in those commercials were so cool. <laughs> like just dropping the candy on the little, um, little, I don't know what the thing was. I don't even remember. Yeah, the, they had it onto the like the the popsicle part, right? Yeah. Like that part. Yeah. We, look at she, look at her. <laughs> she's 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 doing she's showing an example over there. But yeah, it's it's we you know part of the conversation is we talked about how like back then they did things differently. It was so unique. And the way that they took candy was in a in a very special way compared to what it is now. Now, the comparison is with you, you've taken uh, a life experience and turned it into something fruitful and beautiful for yourself. You you started with uh, flexing in my complexion at age 10. It came from uh, bullying experiences. So talk to us a little bit about that start. And, you know, for you, what, how did everything kind of set in motion for you? Um, growing up, I went to a more predominantly white school mm. um somewhere I don't even remember where it was but it was a predominantly white school and that's where I experienced racism mm. and being a young girl I was in the first grade at the time when I first experienced this um being a young girl and not understanding what kids are saying or what it means when someone's saying that you're too dark or anything or even teachers it can take a toll on you mentally and it kind of put, I kind of put myself in a box at that time because I just felt like no one liked me. But I was a very outgoing kid at mm -hmm. home. But like anywhere else, I was just so, you know, to myself. Yeah. And then after that, I went to a more predominantly black school. You know, that's a big transition. Yeah, that's like, so, that's like the opposite yeah, end of exactly, the spectrum. Really yeah, exactly. opposite. So I was like, dang, like, this is kind of different. <laughs> but, you know, this that's where I experienced colorism. And yeah. colorism is a lot of people don't even know what it is. People think it doesn't exist, but it's basically where someone's teasing you just based off the color of your skin and your own race, either mm -hmm. just because you're darker than them or anything. And experiencing all that, I didn't know 
what any of that meant until I got older. And I was in the fifth grade, and I went viral on Twitter for a photo my sister posted of me. The hashtag was flexing at her complexion. Then after that, everything just took off. So you, just a cute summary. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like that experience of, like, not fitting in, you know, in one side and then the other, was that really kind of the the inspiration that really drove it was, like, for – to kind of create a product and to give a message out to those who they themselves may not feel like they're being seen or they fit in or that even products or or just things are targeting them specifically. Mm -hmm. um, I've always had a passion for fashion. I just felt I never, I had the plan but not the platform, you know? Mm, yeah. And so when everything was happening, everyone in the comments were saying how beautiful I was. And I went to my sister, I was like, why don't we create a clothing line called Flexing in My Complexion? Then it sold out in 10 minutes. I promise you, we didn't know what we were doing. So literally everything you just said, I can't even tell you. Cause I really, <laughs> I don't know how all of this happened in such a short amount of time. But I'm actually glad that it did because creating some, turning a negative into a positive can be hard. And, you know, everyone always asks me, how did you do that? How did you have the courage? I didn't. I don't know what I was doing. I was just talking, you know. <laughs> but I'm glad that I actually created the company and was able to go around the world and inspire other young boys, girls, adults, anyone, mm -hmm. just to love themselves and remind them that it doesn't matter what other people think of you, only what you think of yourself. I love that. I love that. It's a, the most important thing is the love that you have for yourself. You can't exactly. control what other people say Period. and do. The only thing that you can control is that love and how you feel right. for yourself. So when it comes to flexing in your complexion, what does that mean to you? Flexing in my complexion means to me that I'm not listening to nobody. I know my dark chocolate is beautiful. Okay, girl. So yes. I am that girl. Okay. That's what it means for me. Everyone, it means differently for everyone, no matter what you're going through. It can mean that you don't care how your hair look. You mm -hmm. finna flex. Okay. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's different for everyone in their scenarios and what's going on in their lives. But it's mainly just to uplift you and make you feel comfortable in yourself. Man, honestly, I wish I had your energy when I was younger. I feel, no, but I, I really say that. I, I, it's so inspiring because it took me longer to, to get to that point of being okay in my skin, being all right with myself. And then, you know, the same thing you were saying, colorism is an issue. And I feel like we don't, we don't talk about that as much compared to maybe racism. But I feel like your story and your brand is is really bringing light to things that a lot of us go through in varying different degrees mm -hmm. but also showing like hey no matter what like love yourself and mm -hmm. that love that you're emitting in your brands i mean you're it's it's driven your success and so i want to ask you how has it been like for the last couple of years building this brand and and really getting that message out to everyone um, I feel like it's been a struggle. I feel like everyone mainly knows me for the company for the past few years. Everyone's always known me for flexing my complexion. And now I'm transitioning to doing other things as well, where it's like people know me more for other stuff. I'm like, dang, why did you struggle more <laughs> on this? Why you, you know? Yeah. But I feel like it's been such a great journey. I'm still growing. I'm only 16. I have so many more wow. things to do in my life. But I'm actually, I'm so proud of myself, even though I feel like I still can do so much more. I'm just glad of where I am right now. You could do, you, she could do so much more 16 <laughs> doing this? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's, that is awesome. I would, man, 
you inspire me. I wish when I was 16, I was like this. <laughs> like, like I told you, I'm 31. So it took me a while to get to the point. I, that's so impressive. And I think that like, that's something that I think many people should give more credit to individuals your age. Like you, you know, the younger generation are just so more in tune with themselves, more accepting and showing like, hey, you should love yourself. Honestly, that message didn't come until your generation started coming up more where it's like, hey, let's accept people for who they are. Right. So uh, I got to give you your flowers. I'm not going to wait to a little later. I got to give you your flowers Thank now. You. So for you, what has been the most challenging part about the whole experience of building your brands, not even just like with that one side of a vertical of your business, but just overall? I feel like being vocal. I feel like the past few years, I wasn't really vocal on what I wanted or anything like that. But, you know, I was, I mean, I'm still young, but I was younger. <laughs> but um, I feel like I wasn't vocal enough. And now that I am finding my voice where I'm older now, so I know exactly what I want to do with my life, what I mm -hmm. want to do with the company, I just wish that was probably the most challenging for me, I would say. If you don't mind me asking, what do you have felt like was, was holding you back from, from being vocal? Um... Probably because I thought everyone's ideas were better than mine. Really? Even though my ideas probably were great. I just, you know, never said them, you know? Yeah. I think for me, I was always worried about what other people thought. Because mm -hmm. um, when I was younger, I definitely had some bullying experiences. And I got to the point where, like, unfortunately, got into, like, a little bit of people-pleasing. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn how to get out of that. And I, I was so afraid to be vocal and to to even speak up for myself in certain instances because I was so afraid of the confrontation or afraid of what others would say, um, especially online. It can be very, very ruthless online. But, you know, you're young and you've been navigating the online space. Like, how have you been able to, to navigate that aspect of, like, people being negative online? So now these negative actions and maybe low-key kind of trolling and bullying that you've experienced in in face-to-face -face person now it's you know i'm sure there's some people not being nice online so have you how have you been able to navigate that are they gonna say it to me mm, that's the oh, real question that that is a good question <laughs> that's the real question i don't really read comments like that or mm. my sister would delete them before i see them <laughs> so i don't i mean if she did i don't really look at them i don't really mm. i don't care to i mean I, it ain't gonna affect me because i still know i'm that girl too but I mean for other people I know a lot of my friends they struggle with stuff like that mm -hmm. and even I've read some of their comments I'm like dang if that was me I wouldn't know what to do what would I do if I was in that situation you know it's kind of hard when mm -hmm. you know you you don't know someone and you just see them talking about you or just have an opinion on everything that you're doing your every single move that's that's tough I don't I don't know how some people do it because I wouldn't know what I would do I was like <laughs> dang I probably would disable my account. Like, <laughs> these folks are crazy. <laughs> well, hey, if they're going to hate, all they're going to do is just hate on your success. Because, you know, you have, were the youngest design to showcase at New York Fashion Week. Got to give you a clap for that one because that is awesome. Tell us a little bit more about that experience. Um, that experience was crazy. I knew nothing. I didn't understand what was going on. That <laughs> whole week was so crazy. Um, when we first got the email mm -hmm. about it, I was like, girl, be quiet. Like, get out of my face. No, we're not doing New York Fashion Week. You're joking. Like, you know, 
But after it happened, I feel like I didn't process it to like way after. I was mm-hmm. like, everyone kept asking me. I'm like, dang, like, what? I remember we were in a hotel room. My mom was like, you know, you're the youngest designer to ever showcase in your fashion week. And I was like, huh? Like, what? Like, how how did you figure that out? And it was just it was just all crazy. I'm just so glad that I was able to do it. I'm glad that I was able to you know create a path for another young black girl mm-hmm. to go behind me and do the same thing, maybe even younger. You know. Yeah, and sometimes you these moments can can change your trajectory in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. When one door opens, it can open many. So, what was the impact for you from that entire experience? Oh, the entire the experience was is amazing. I'm still I don't even know. It's like <laughs> you're like me, I'm still thinking about I'm it. I'm still thinking about it. Like wow, um, I really don't know. It's just. When everything was happening, everything was happening so fast for me mm-hmm. at that time where even I've heard so many other people say they're not able to process things till years later on when things are happening. And that was the case for me. I feel like we didn't process it the way we should have at the moment and used it to our advantage. But I'm glad that whatever happened in that time, it was meant for me. And I'm glad that I'm in the space I'm supposed to be at the moment. Absolutely. And was there anything that you learned throughout that experience? Because New York Fashion Week, that's like a whole different level, a whole different side of the industry. Mm-hmm. Was there any takeaways that you, you took from that experience? Not to sit in everybody makeup chair. <laughs> <laughs> that's one main thing. Um, and also that to be comfortable in all the places that you are and be vocal also, like I said before, I wasn't really vocal. To be vocal is one thing that I've learned during that time as well. And to just always be confident in yourself. Never be never be afraid of the position or place that you're in at that time. And you know, just always hold your head up high. And with that, uh, I'm actually curious. This is a kind of like a additional question. So... When I started, I I started working in the entertainment industry actually around your age. I was 17 years old and I I worked for like Red Bull and Converse and all these other companies like on the marketing side. And the one thing that I experienced, and I don't know if it's changed, is ageism. When I was 17 years old, there were, you know, it was around the time, (laughs) oh my gosh, I'm starting to feel old. It was around Mm -hmm. the time that like Facebook first came out and then like Twitter started coming out and it was like the beginning of social media. Mm -hmm. And I felt like in that experience, I would would try to educate older individuals about social media, but I would, sometimes people would view me like, oh, you're young, like, what do you know? Mm -hmm. Has there ever been a moment where that kind of ageism experience like came into play for you or like you never really had to deal with that? Um, Yeah, most definitely. I've been in rooms with people who are twice my age having businesses and I'm a younger person, youngest person in the room and everyone's like, well, how'd you do that? Like, there's no way you did that. How are you like, you know? And it's just like, well, I, I did it. Like, you know, you can't take that away from me. I just feel like you can start anything at any age. And I feel like with a lot of older people, they're stuck in this mindset of you have to be in your late 20s, your 30s to figure out your life or you figure out your life when you're in college. Mm-hmm. No, we could start middle school, high school, when elementary, whenever. You could <laughs> yeah, start whenever. If you want to start a company, you could start it now. If you want to be a real estate agent, you'll bet to be Googling and going to a community college or something about yeah. real estate. I don't know, do something. Yeah. And I feel like they're all stuck in this just mindset of, 
you just have to be older to start all these businesses or do whatever you believe you want to do. But that was not the right grammar. But, you know, you got to <laughs> say. And for me, I just felt like I just was just like, mm, okay, I did it. You know, so what? What you going to say? Exactly. <laughs> Everyone who's listening, start. It doesn't matter how old or young you are. Just just go ahead and start. Because who's going to stop you exactly. but yourself? Yes, you can be your biggest enemy. You can right. be the thing that's holding yourself back. Nothing exactly. else. You're making excuses for everybody else but you. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, you've been moving and have not allowed anyone else to hold you back from building your businesses. You've also have been taking your voice and utilizing it for social activism. So talk to us about that experience. And, you know, for you, why did you feel like it was so important to be vocal on that side of things? Um, when I first started to go viral, I just felt like seeing everyone say that they've experienced the same things that I've experienced, it was like a dang, I thought I was alone. So if I knew that I felt I was alone and there's hundreds of thousands of people saying that they've experienced the same thing, is there someone my age that feels the same way that I felt? Because those were all older people. Yeah. So it's like, who's my age that felt like this? So I want to get to that demographic where I'm able to show them I went through this, there's someone else going through this, and you're able, you can speak up about it. Mm -hmm. There's people around you that love you and are willing to support you who aren't willing to let you sit there and go through something alone. They're going to be there for you. And I just feel like that was important for me to just share my story and just inspire so many other young people on how to love themselves. Because, you know, some people don't know how to love themselves. So I'm showing them how I learned to love myself and mm -hmm. how they could take away from that. And what was that process for you to, to share some, like these are some vulnerable like moments for you to share some of this with everyone who's coming across your account, no matter how age. What was the process for you to be like, you know what, I'm gonna be more vocal and open and honest about my experience with hopes that it'll help others. Like what was that process in deciding that you wanna show your vulnerability more? Um, I just feel like it kind of happened. <laughs> like going to speaking engagements, everyone was always booking me for just just to speak. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, okay, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to write a speech. I'm going to do all this. And it just kind of happened. And I loved it because hearing everyone speak to me after and tell me how much that I'm inspiring them, how I saved their, their lives. And it's just like, dang, I wish I had someone to look up to like that because growing up I didn't have someone mm -hmm. that looked like me on TV or they were speaking out about the things that I was experiencing, like colorism. Never really had that. So mm -hmm. it's it was a good thing for me to actually get up on the stage and be so confident in speaking to er all these people, thousands of people. I'm like, oh, my God, like why are there so many people looking at me? But <laughs> um I'm glad that I've done it. And, you know, even at that time, I wasn't really that confident in myself. I was putting up a little front, smiling, you know, just talking, like showing people like, this is how you love it. So I'm trying to put take that and give it to myself yeah. as well. And, you know, flexing my complexion wasn't just about me. It was for everyone. So, yeah. Uh, listen, sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. Sometimes exactly. you got to just, sh like, you know, it's like if you, on days you don't feel confident. I think... I think it was Rihanna maybe who said that. Whereas like days that she oh, made, yeah, yeah. She, was like, she was on a red carpet. Yeah. She's like, what are you doing? Pretend or whatever she yeah. said. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm pretending to be confident. Cause then eventually you're going to be confident because you're pretending right. to be confident. Cause you don't want to let anyone see you sweat. Cause once they see that you sweating, 
they're going to try and <laughs> rip you down even more. Oh, yeah. My mom told me you, since I was younger, she was like, no matter what rooms you're in, don't show them that they're getting to you. Don't cry mm -hmm. in front of them. Like, really hold yourself. Because she said, the second that you do that, you're giving your power away to them. Mm -hmm. And you're showing that what they say and what they do, it, it, it actually, like, has power because it's impacting mm -hmm. you. Right. And for all the young entrepreneurs out there, you know, what would you say to them when they are young individuals in rooms with older people? Like, what advice would you give to them when it comes to navigating, like, being a young entrepreneur? Don't be afraid. There's going to be people around you who are going to break you down, tell you your ideas aren't great. But listen to your intuition because they are. No one, like we said before, no one can stop you but yourself. If someone doesn't like your ideas, someone doesn't like your brand, it could be one person, but that next person behind that probably going to like it because no That's one true. can stop you but yourself. You have to be the one to work for. You have to be the one to go get it. No one can want it more than you can. Yeah, you got to be your number one supporter. Facts. If you're not, then who else is going to be, you know, believing you? You got to believe in know. yourself first. Right, exactly. So, you know, speaking of believing yourself, what is – What's the next thing you want to do? Because I feel like, just from me talking to you, I feel like you're someone who's like, all right, I got this in place. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on the next thing. I got so many ideas. Like, is. yeah. So what, what, you know, what do you hope to do next? I don't even know. I, <laughs> I feel like um, we've done so much in the past few years. It's kind of like a, now I'm like, I want to start a new company. It's like, yeah. you know, that type of mindset right now where it's like, I don't want to just have that company you know, I have multiple ways of income coming in, but I want to have another one where it's just like, mm, people see, oh, she diverse. Why she got this, this, this? Like, you know, that's what I want to do. Um, and modeling is always something something that I've always wanted to do. Even before mm. having a clothes line or anything, my sister would just take pictures of me. I just feel like I just love being in front of the camera. I love attention. I'm a Leo. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm an Aries. We're fire, you're exactly. fire signs. Yeah. So I love attention. <laughs> like, I love being in the spotlight. Yeah. And just being in the spotlight is my thing. If I if I could start a makeup line, I would do it. If I could start a nail company, I would do it. A hair care company, I would do it. If it comes to me, it comes to me. Whatever's for me is for me. I feel like you're going to do it. Whatever you set your mind I to next, you're, gonna, you're like, I'm already working on it. <laughs> I think I probably am. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to doing these uh, additional businesses, sometimes you have to be the one that invests back into yourself, whether mm -hmm. it's investing money, investing resources. So as you build these different business ventures, you know, what's that process like for you to determine like how much you want to invest back into whatever idea you have, whether it's with your family, with your team or anything like that? We don't even know ourselves. We just be like, let's do it. <laughs> putting money everywhere. Everybody gets some. <laughs> That's really how we are. Um, it's probably not a good thing. <laughs> But it all pays off in the end. And if something doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know, that was just another lesson to be learned. Every All your ideas aren't always going to work for you. We've had ideas that's made us hundreds of thousands of dollars and the next idea doesn't. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, it's kind of that I the next idea might bring you down. We're like, dang, like, what did I do different with that one that I didn't do with this one, you know? But, you know, it, it's a learning process. I feel like being an entrepreneur, you're learning along the way. Even the biggest, who are billionaires, yeah. they're still learning all the way. I'm sure they're not perfect, even though we may think they are. They're not. They lose money. They make money. It's all part of the process. It is. Uh, are you afraid of failure? Yes. 
Oh my you, God. It seems like it for me, like you're just like, oh, if it fails, nah. <laughs> but I mean, if it, mm, I'm very, I'm, mm. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, let me see. I feel like um, I kind of both the same, like if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But then if I fail, like if me personally, like my whole everything fails, yeah. oh, I feel like I'm going to die. Like I'm <laughs> like, dang, what do I do? Like, because everyone, my dreams, I've never ever wanted to be like a doctor, mm-hmm. a nurse or a veterinarian or be in the army. I've never, all those, I've never wanted to do any of that ever. I've never wanted to have like a regular life. Like I always wanted to do, be extravagant. So my mindset ever since I was little, I always said, I'm going to have a company. I'm going to be a model. I want to be a singer. I want to do this. Never had a regular, regular mindset like that. So I feel mm-hmm. like if everything fails for me, God forbid it doesn't knock on something. <laughs> I don't know what, what would my backup plan be? I wouldn't know because I've always had the same goals my whole life. And I feel like they're working in my favor, but God moves how he wants to move and whatever place God puts me in, that's mm-hmm. where I'm going to go. Wherever he leads me to, that's what I'm going to do. I, I 100% agree. I also feel like sometimes having, it's good to have backup plans, but I also feel like having backup plans to a certain extent can actually do harm because it's mm-hmm. you're already setting the expectation that you're not going to achieve your goal. Like you're already like, okay, I'm going to have this safe ground for myself. Right. I don't have a backup plan. I don't either. I don't because I, I fully believe in what in my abilities and what I can do. I was like, I don't feel like I need a backup plan. Right. That's how I feel. <laughs> I mean, being young, I feel like now everyone's like, well, you're getting older, so what you finna do now? Yeah. I'm like, a, well, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you gonna go to college? I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Obviously, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I still don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, what am I gonna go for? What am I gonna do after that? Like, am I still gonna continue what I'm doing now? It's so much to think about. <laughs> it's literally so much to think about. And even recently now, I've just graduated high school a year early. And my oh, mom. congrats. Thank you. I graduate tomorrow, period. Oh. <laughs> but my mom, she's like talking about college already. I'm like, girl, I just, I didn't even know I was going to graduate. Mind you, my sister thought I was still a junior in high school. And she was like, this is so random. I didn't even know you was a senior. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like God bless. She was like, are you, like, are you serious? Like, are, did you like teach your way through? Like, what's going on? I'm like, no, I started in the middle school year. But like, even now, like my mom just talking about all this stuff. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to get stressed. I'm like, child, I'm not ready. I want to stay a kid forever. That's how I just feel. Because once you get older, I feel like everything changed. Like, everything mm. just changed around you. Social media or how do I want people to look at me now? Like, I'm not going to be the little girl everyone looks up to. I'm going to be older. Like, do I still keep that little girl image where mm. she wears big hair? She's so cute. She has these cute photos. It's like a, dang. What am, what am I going to do? Just be you. <laughs> right. Listen, you can still have fun and be older. That doesn't go exactly. away at all. Exactly. But I, I think, I mean, I feel like you ha- you're in a position where even if you go to college, you ha- you're in a position where you can develop into whatever way you would like to. Because um, mm-hmm. there actually are. I, the cool thing that I'm starting to notice is there are more universities and colleges that are starting to consider the fact that there are people your age that – want to be entrepreneurs they want mm-hmm. to be content creators they they want to 
move away from the nine to five life. Everyone, mind you, it's like everyone wants You're, the lifestyle. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like, they don't understand how much work goes into mm -hmm. wanting that lifestyle. Right. When when you were in the thick of it, when did you realize, like, oh, this is real. Like, oh, this is this is work. Like, what was that point for you? Being on set all day. <laughs> I was like, I said, oh no, this this right here, this is something. I thought it was all cute and glamour. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not all that. People think that you could just go in, get your makeup done, hair done, look all cute. It's more to it than what you think it really is. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize how much content creators or entrepreneurs um put into their work or they're always like dang like being an influencer isn't really that hard you just stand in front of a camera all day <laughs> no we were in the car and you know how many edits you get for a video from a company it could be the most slightest thing they want to edit done or like you know it's so much work it's just like dang what would I be doing if I was just sitting in the office just working <laughs> filling out papers like you know would that be easy too but no I feel like it's all the same you're putting the same amount of work into it and you know it's a lot of Money going into it, you make money, lose money. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just so much. So it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's there's like pros and cons to everything, yeah. right? And those are some of the cons that maybe not a lot of people see, but having someone like you be able to say like, yeah, it's amazing, but like there's more work you gotta put into it. I, I, I think having that balanced perspective would really help people know like, can they do it? Do they want to do it? Because it's, right. it's this this life is not for everyone. It's, it's right. not. It's not. But I have to say the the benefit with having a career like this is that you could do some really dope collabs. Mm -hmm. What is your dream collab? Like who or what company or brand like would you want to collab with? Rihanna. Oh, listen, <laughs> that's like the top of the top. Right, the top <laughs> of the top. Um, I feel like I can. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I've collaborated with so many people that I never even dreamed of collaborating with or that I thought I couldn't. So I know the sky's the limit. I feel like when I say I can do it, I can do it. I actually manifested. This is so crazy. I was, I actually, I worked with SZA. I played in her music video, young, whatever. In her, I don't even know what the character was, but I was in her <laughs> music video. And I literally said like months before, I was on the phone and I was like, I was like, I'm going to work with SZA one day. I just knew it. And then one day, we didn't even know who music video it was. They just called and was like, oh, we need a main character girl to play in the music video. Mm -hmm. We got there. They were like, it's SZA. I literally almost cried. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to manifest it. So I'm going <laughs> to just keep saying it and watch it happen. And I'm going to come back to you like, hey, girl. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I believe it. I believe it. Because your energy that you give out, you're just like 100%. I'm going to do it. This is what I want to do. And like you said, you already manifested the thing with SZA. I'm sure you're going to manifest it with Rihanna. Exactly. Period. Period. <laughs> now, my last question is, if you could have unlimited resources, what would you do with it? Mm. Use it to my advantage. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what the resources I got right now. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't. I, hmm, I really would not know. I would not know what to do with them. Just use them. <laughs> just use them. That's all I can say. Just use them. Use all of them. You know, anything, any room that you're in, any people that you're around, mm -hmm. use them to your advantage. Use, not not like that, but you know, yeah. people around you, they're willing to help you if they're genuine. Um, they're willing to help you because this, this, this whole industry, I feel like a lot of it isn't genuine. So mm. when you find genuine people, 
keep them around for as long as you can because they're going to tell you about tell you to someone you're going to tell them to someone help each other out use help each other and motivate each other and bring each other up you know we coming up together okay we're not leaving nobody behind <laughs> that's a real gem that's one of my last questions i was going to ask you what's that advice a real gem you already dropped it see you're a pro thank you, you. already got it that's <laughs> so what's coming up next is there anything that the viewers should keep your their eyes on when it comes to what you're doing mm, what is up next there's so much happening at one time um I want to start writing another book. Okay. So I came out with a book a few months ago called Shine Bright. So Target, Barnes & Noble, wherever. And, you know, it was a book about colorism. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now I want to get deeper into the story. I feel like sugarcoating it for younger kids, I feel like let's let's get more in depth. Like, yeah. you know, let's let's say some more, you know. And a lot of people, they, they love the book, but it was like, for me, it was just like, Dang, I wanted them to understand it just a tad bit more. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see. But I have so much coming up. Music, brand deals. You know, it's so much happening. I'm just so excited for it. I'm excited for you as well. Well, since there's so much happening, where can they find you on social media? Um, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Karis Poppin. And then you can shop Flexing My Complexion at FlexingMyComplexion.com. Love it. I'm excited to see your future. It's very bright. And I love your energy, especially for how young you are. I know you're going to go far. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank of you. course. Of course. And thank you to all our viewers for tuning in. Let us know. What was your favorite gem from today's episode? Drop it in the comment section. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. If you enjoyed Karis' story today, I'm sure you're going to be enjoying the next episode story as well. Until then, my name is Erin Ashley Simon, and we will see you all later.